0: Uh, dear friends, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. I'm uh, Nicholas Borneus of Capital Inc. and I would like to uh, welcome you to the Capital Inc Hong Kong Maritime Forum. We are delighted and honored to be with you today to host the first event of the uh, Hong Kong Maritime Week. Uh, as we all know, Hong Kong is going through unprecedented challenges, but uh, nothing stopped all of us from coming here to show our solidarity and support uh, to Hong Kong. Uh, Hong Kong is a major uh, global maritime hub. So um, we are very happy to, uh, for Capital Inc to uh, have our inaugural event here. I'm delighted and honored by the support we have gotten from all our partners and sponsors and of course from the delegates. And uh, our intention is when we do something to continue doing it annually. So we are already looking forward to the next year. So thank you again. Uh, I hope we will have a great event. Uh, We have a packed agenda. I'm delighted to mention that uh, very few uh, of our speakers were not able to join us, especially those traveling from abroad. The vast majority are with us And again, that indicates the support and commitment we all have to uh, Hong Kong and uh, to the industry. So thank you. Uh, It's a great pleasure and a great honor to ask the Secretary, Mr. Uh, Chan Frank, uh, to come and uh, open the the forum and give us his uh, remarks. Mr. Secretary, again, thank you for your cooperation. And thank you to all the partners uh, from Hong Kong for their support. Thank you.
1: President Nicholas, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, good morning. It's my great pleasure to be here at the Capitoling Hong Kong Maritime Forum. We are honoured to have Capitoling hosting its inaugural Maritime Forum in the Hong Kong Maritime Week 2019. The forum brings together leaders and experts across the globe to share thoughts and insights on the latest development of the maritime industry and also on strategies for the future. The global economy is beset with uncertainty amid trade tension and protectionism. The International Monetary Fund has repeatedly downgraded the global economic growth for 2019 to 3% in October, the lowest since the global financial crisis back a decade ago. Likewise, the World Trade Organization has listed its projected growth of global trade volume from 2019 to just 1.2% in October. International maritime trade saw decelerated growth of 2.7% in year 2018 and is set to face more headwinds ahead. Apart from challenges arising from global economic slowdown, international regulations in respect of safety sustainability and technology advancements also demand concerted efforts of the maritime community. Regulatory requirements entail compliance implications. They also open up new opportunities. As an example, the need for new vessels to comply with the International Maritime Organization standards on green shipping and eco-friendly vessels is expected to generate demand for ship finance. According to the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development, the capital expenditure required for building new vessels amounts up to US$100 billion every year. On technology front, technological advancement in the shipping industry is both exciting and challenging is exciting because no one would expect an ocean-going vessel capable of navigating all on its own hundreds of years ago. It's also challenging because such mode of operation brings about uncertainties that call for new regulatory regime and business model for port operation, marine insurance and dispute resolution. Despite the rather challenging global environment, Asia remains the powerhouse of growth With a 5.9 percent projected growth in 2019, Asia contributes roughly two-thirds of the world's economic growth. accounting from some 40 percent of global merchandise trade value, Asia, Is also a prime base for maritime activity. Let me tell you a few figures. It houses three of the world's top 10 shipping registers. Five of the world's top 10 ship-owning economies. Five of the world's top 10 most connected economies in terms of liner shipping. Six of the world's top 10 ship-building economies and nine of the world's top 10 busiest container ports. All this speaks very loud and clear that Asia indeed has much to offer for the global shipping and maritime community. One of Asia's emerging growth engine is the Guangdong, Hong Kong, Macau, Greater Bay Area. Its development plan calls for expediting regional and global infrastructural connectivity. The Greater Bay Area has a high concentration of ports, including three of the world's busiest container ports, namely Shenzhen, Guangzhou, and Hong Kong. These three ports had a combined throughput of over 67 million TEUs, In 2018. The development plan aims to raise the overall competitiveness of the Greater Bay Area, Port Custer, among other things that we want to propel. Through coordinated and complementary development, Hong Kong is tasked to provide comprehensive high-value added maritime services to serve mainland and Macau enterprises. All these help consolidate Hong Kong's position as an international maritime centre. With the continued development and synergized maritime capabilities of the Greater Bay Area, shipping activities, and the demand for maritime services will blossom in the years to come. Looking further, exciting op- opportunities also abound. In a neighbouring province, Guangxi, which is on the left, on the west side of Hong Kong, the new Western Land Sea Corridor is in the making. It strategically connects the mainland's western regions. To the north, it links to the Silk Road Economic Belt, and to the south, the 21st century Maritime Silk Road. By 2025, Guangxi's ports. Will mushrooms. The boost in cargo volume and intermodal connectivity will generate huge demand for liner services and maritime businesses through Hong Kong. Hong Kong is situated in the heart of Asia, thanks to our strategic location and deep seaports. We have a maritime heritage of over 150 years. Our our institutional strengths include the rule of law, free port status, level playing field for all, and ease of doing business, are instrumental in making Hong Kong an ideal international maritime centre. We are home to a vibrant maritime cluster of over 800 shipping-related companies that offer a full range of high-value-added maritime services. As we all faced the undercurrents of global, (coughs) macro and sector-specific challenges, opportunities of unprecedented scale arise in this part of the world. We are determined to collaborate with the international maritime community to capture these opportunities. The Hong Kong government attaches great importance to the maritime industry. On the port and shipping front, we will leverage on our superb connectivity and team up with the industry. Specifically, we have introduced a series of measures to foster the development of high-value-added maritime services, with a view to attracting more shipping-related companies to Hong Kong, we will provide tax concession for ship leasing business in Hong Kong. Quality ship source, engaging in operating lease and finance lease, including subleasing and sale and leaseback activities, we will enjoy. profit tax rate. Well, you have heard the right number, 0%. We will also halve the profit tax rate for qualifying ship leasing managers, from 16.5% to 8.25%. We heard the industry's call for further tax incentives to attract more presence on maritime commercial principles, and we are working on it. Hong Kong will continue to enhance its strength in marine insurance. Hong Kong has been the first Asian hub of the International Union of Marine Insurance since 2016. We are home to 12 out of 13 members of the International Group of Protection and Indemnity Clubs, being the largest cluster outside London. To further promote the development of Marine Insurance Services, we will provide concessionary profit tax rate of 8.25%. This measure is expected to come into effect next year. Last but not least, as the world's fourth largest shipping register, we have a low prostate control detention rate of 0.82% as against the world's average of 2.66%, Hong Kong's shipping register will enhance its services by establishing regional support teams. These will expedite and broaden its services coverage to the mainland, Asia, Europe and North America. The first batch of offices will come into operation in Shanghai, Singapore and London by early 2020. So all those measures and incentives will be up and coming in the months to come. I hope my brief introduction above will convince you of our determination to connect in a way and serve the global maritime community. We invite you all to take the opportunity in Asia, particularly the Greater Bay Area, together. In closing, I would like to extend my heartfelt appreciation to every one of you for your participation. Amid social unrest, your presence speaks for itself and means a lot to us and to Hong Kong. May I wish you all an enjoyable and rewarding forum? Thank you.